Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 650, recorded live on Saturday, September 12th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who is going to be asked a question in a second, Dave Filet. Hi. And the man who once again has two cans in front of him, Andy Lowe. Hi. Really? All right. I I am going to, before I decide, Andy, Yeah. this time, I need information. Nope, no information. Well, then you're not going to drink anything, sir. Because <laughs> I'm not going to decide on a can. <laughs> so, I hope you had plenty to drink before the <laughs> podcast. Man, I... I'm sitting here the entire time, like, <sighs> eating my bag of Fritos, going, oh, man, I really want to open one of these up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not unless you answer some questions. Which <sighs> one of us holds the power, Andy? I mean, you do, ultimately, because you could just open either can. Yeah. <clears throat> Fine. You, do you want my answer? Sure. Are you going to follow through on my answer? Sure. Mix them. All right. I might have to go get a glass for this. I don't have any down here. Yep, go, go. Get get your glass. I'll wait. <clears throat> oh, jeez. What if I alternate drinking back and forth? Nope. Between... <laughs> oh, all right. It doesn't really matter. You know why? Why? They're exactly the same can. They're the same can? <laughs> really? Yeah. Was that true? No, it wasn't true last week, because last week one was caffeinated, the other was not. Yes. This week you were just <laughs> screwing with me. <laughs> By having two of the same exact can. Okay. Very nice, Andy. Very nice. That's why you said mix them. I'm like, all right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Man, too bad. I should have said mix them last week. I don't know how that would have worked. That's why I want you to mix them. <laughs> I'm sure individually they're just fine. Yeah. It's like pizza and ice cream. I've given you the three food problem, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've, we've discussed that on the show before. Yeah. Well, oh. your, your pizza and ice cream comment brought it back to mind. Yeah. Like, no, what brought up the pizza and ice cream comment actually was I was in the office today. <laughs> I had to go into work. Um, one of our central server raid drives failed. Um, and um, if I don't replace it, it sends out a, an alert email every hour. Okay. So I thought, <laughs> you know... <laughs> I'm, I'll go see about replacing this, and then I get a phone call literally from one of the studios going, hey, we can't hear anybody on our phone, and I'm just like, well, shoot. I guess I'll go in now. <laughs> so I was in there, and somebody's got uh, one of those whiteboards up in their office, and they always put, you know, inspirational quotes on there. Uh-huh. Um, and the one that was actually up this week was, um, a pizza is only as good as its toppings. Pizza is only as good as its toppings. Yes. Sounds pizza. like a person who has had bad pizza. Pizza is only as good as its toppings. And I'm like, well, that's actually kind of, you know, that makes sense. No, no, it doesn't. It means that you've only had bad pizza. A pizza should stand alone from the toppings. Really? If you want me to, do you want me to get you a pineapple pizza with extra pineapple? I mean, I've had pineapple pizza. It's not bad. I know. No, it's... I, but I had, I, no, my my point, Andy, is that a a pizza dough that is the important part of the pizza. Yes, yes, if I put bad toppings on the pizza, it's a bad pizza. Yes, but a pizza saying that a pizza is only good as good as its toppings means that the dough cannot stand the dough and the sauce. So- uh, well, okay, so do you include sauce as a topping? Well, yeah, because that's literally under the list of toppings. Is you, fine. You I'll I'll even sauce. grant you that, Andy. There is a pizzeria here i would eat the dough that and it's gluten free okay i was gonna say that you know if you're eating pizza dough it must no, be some i i would eat their gluten-free dough just by itself it had the, the pizza i order it is called the alice let me pull up the the menu so i so i get this right uh it is a sauceless pizza menu the alice no tomato sauce it's mozzarella romano fontina cheeses with onion basil and a balsamic glaze damn it does sound good that sounds like some really good cheesy bread yeah it is it is an amazing pizza and it's not like overflowing with these ingredients they are very gentle in their application um it, it almost it sort of reminds me of the herby bread herby bread and um pokey sticks Yep. Saying a a pizza is only as good as its ingredients is saying you've never had good pizza. You have had Domino's and Little Caesars, which are fine foods. Yeah. They are not good pizza. No. But if if I can go over (laughs) next door and pick up 
a pizza and literally like be back in my office within five minutes. Yeah, that's that's damn good pizza. <laughs> well, no, that's that's a good meal. That's yeah. fast. That's convenient. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it good. Yeah. If I ever. Well, OK, no, wait a second. To Madison. OK, no. So you're saying the dough by itself you're OK with. But yeah. you were talked about specifically the Alice that's, pizza, which was that's the listed... pizza that I get. Yes. Which has a lot of toppings. Yes. I still stand by. I would eat given given uh, a, a like a, I'm trying to think of the way to put this. If they put the dough in front of me with no toppings on it, I would still eat it. So basically, if they made their dough into breadsticks. Sure. OK. It would not be a very good breadstick. It's it a good be... pizza dough. Next time you're in Ann Arbor, go to Silvio's. Do yourself a favor and go to Silvio's. Do you know where it is? It rings a bell. I think Jessica's Let me double been check. there a couple of times. Yeah, there is it's, one in Ann Arbor. I know that. I think that's the only one because it's not a chain. It's a it's a like privately owned restaurant. Yeah, it's on North University, just east of State Street. Okay, it's hard to find because it's like inside a building, inside a building, which would make a lot more sense if you saw it. Uh, but it's it's near where Michigan Book and Supply used to be. Oh, okay, on North University. Go there. It is one of the best pizza doughs in Ann Arbor. And if I ever get you to Madison, I'm taking you to Novanta, where you will have real pizza. I mean, like, they cook, the, the reason, one of the reasons it's it's called Novanta, they cook the pizza for 90 seconds. Oh, so it's sort of like a blaze sort of thing. At 900 degrees. Okay. <laughs> it's really good, Andy. Oh, that's where it is. It's right off the quad. Okay. You looked up Silvio's? Yeah. Yep. Well, I've got a, uh, a co-worker who's moving to the Ann Arbor area. His wife just got a job with U of M, so. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So he was, you know, asking me about yep. things, and I'm just like... Silvio's. What do you want to know? Uh, so, like, Silvio's has really good pizza. If you want, like, an organic, like, high specialty, Cottage Inn is really good. Mm-hmm. I miss Cottage Inn. I know there used to be one over here that went out of business. Yeah. Uh, Red Hawk has some of the best burgers in Ann Arbor. I mean, had. All of my information is 10 years out of date. That's true. But, oh, did, I t- did I tell you that Zingerman's is coming around to Kalamazoo again? Yeah, you ended the the, th- the stream <laughs> last time by saying that. I was really pissed. Like, well, oh, come on. You can't do that. Oh, God, man. I really want to go back really... to Washtenaw Dairy, get some ice cream, go to Pizza House. Heck, for goodness sakes, even Mongolian barbecue. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go to Mongolian barbecue. I eat myself sick at Mongolian barbecue. Like, literally eat myself sick. It's still <sighs> there, right? I think that one is, yes. Are we sure? <laughs> Hold on. I've got a map open here. Limpy Burgers is on Liberty? Yeah, they moved. Okay. Uh, you see, now my information's freaking out of date now, too. BD's Mongolian Barbecue. Okay. it's. I think it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, it's Washington and Maine. Okay. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Opens at 11. What the hell is the Pretzel Bell? The Pretzel Didn't Bell? Didn't that used that... to be uh, the, the Greek place at the corner of Liberty yeah. and Maine? Yeah. Yeah, that, what, was a, what... that was a good damn Greek place, too. What was... What happened to the Gyro place? I mean, I really like the look of this place. Now I got to check out their menu. Oh, the, the, what was the name of that Gyro place? We literally went there all the time because Kate loved their Gyros and they had, they had like this chicken, chicken breast on a bed of like rice pilaf or something. And I don't know what they did to cook their chicken, but that was, that was a damn good chicken breast. It was like some like, like a lemon spritz or something. Was it the Parthenon? Yeah. uh, The Parthenon. Yeah, I think so. Uh, is this? Closed it closed in twenty twelve. This doesn't look like oh that was a long time ago. Yeah, March thirty first. This looks like a really good menu. Is this not a Main Street Venture restaurant, though? I don't think this is Main Street Ventures. Wow. Meet me under the bell. Dinner menu. Oh, but it is one of those places. A soft-baked pretzel for an appetizer. $8. Oh. I don't know how many pretzels it comes with. (laughs) I hope more than one. (laughs) Well, you know, you go to Auntie Anne's, and, like, one of their pretzels is, like, three bucks, I think. Yeah. So I hope you get at least, you know, two. Okay, what? Coming coming around, not quite full circle, but like hemicircle. What the hell is a Detroit style pizza? Oh, it's it's like a weird. It's supposedly a weird deep dish sort of pizza. 
with the sauce on top. I, yeah, I had I'm, never I had never heard of it until a couple of years ago, and then somebody brought it up, and I'm just like, wait, we had our, we had our own style of pizza because supposedly like it was baked in like the the tool trays or something like that. Is a rectangular pizza with thick, crispy, and chewy crust. It is traditionally topped with Wisconsin brick cheese and then tomato sauce layered on top of other toppings rather than directly onto the dough. Often baked in rectangular steel tray designed for use as automotive drip pans or to hold small industrial parts in factories. Style was developed during the mid-20th century in Detroit before spreading to other parts of the United States in the 2010s. (laughs) So what, Detroit held on to it for 60 years? I don't know about this, man. I think this is a marketing thing. Like, why would you put your tomato sauce on top of the toppings? Well, but the pictures it has, it's not. All of these pictures, the sauce... Okay, this one has, like, sauce drizzled on top. But this one doesn't look like the sauce is on top. This one, the sauce is, again, like, drizzled or or dropped on top of it. I mean, at that point, again, you don't have a pizza. You have cheesy bread with toppings, and you're dipping it in the sauce. Mm -hmm. Which is not a bad thing. It's not pizza. If you ever want to watch Jon Stewart go off, his rant against Chicago-style deep dish pizza is amazing. Oh yeah, because he was he was a was he a second city guy? John Stewart? I don't think so. No, uh, Colbert was second city. Yeah, that, yes. yeah. Colbert was Colbert was Chicago. Yeah, Stewart was definitely New York. Yeah. Oh my God, I've been watching uh, Upright Citizens Brigade from L.A. <laughs> oh. That. Speaking of, of comedy clubs, uh, and they have a, a like YouTube channel called Characters Welcome, and it's just character sketch after character sketch after character sketch. They are so good. <laughs> so um, I just um, <laughs> I, I was going through the pre- I saw the Pretzel Bell tab open. Yeah. And on the this picture here, it shows a single pretzel on a plate. And I'm wondering if that is the eight dollar pretzel right there. <laughs> Uh, what what page is that on? I don't see that. Uh, I it's, it was from their Google Maps. I went to the I clicked on the the thing on Google Maps, and it somehow brought. Yeah, if I click on the 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 picture that comes up, the second picture right below it is a pretzel on a plate. Ah, that that might be their pretzel. Yep, that looks like a pretzel appetizer. Mm -hmm. Eight bucks for a pretzel, Andy. That mustard better be the best damn mustard in the world. Oh, hey, here's their Detroit-style pizza where they poured the sauce on top. Fries look good, though. Yeah, burger looks okay. Tacos look okay. Yeah, I look at this pizza and go, who the hell made this? Here's another pretzel on a plate. (laughs) Ooh, they have crinkle-cut sweet potato fries. And I think that's them putting a sandwich in lettuce instead of bread. So I could get like the cheesesteak sandwich. Yeah, Philly cheese on a lettuce wrap. Feel like you shouldn't be able to do that with a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> like, as someone who would consume that and enjoy it, I feel like there's a problem with that. And I'd rather they just cut up and shred the lettuce and sell it as a salad. Oh, a Philly cheesesteak salad? Yeah. <sighs> I'd be fine with the Philly cheesesteak salad all the way up until the cheese whiz. Well, that's because you don't put cheese whiz on a cheesesteak. I thought that's what the, that's like one of the, the things with the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, steak. in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's what you do in Philadelphia, and I'm thoroughly against it. Man, it was so good, though. And we just lost our listeners from Philadelphia. <laughs> No, I, I give it. I live in Wisconsin. Andy. I know. Putting cheese whiz on anything is a crime here. <laughs> if you are found to have a can of cheese whiz in your house, you are asked to move. This is a matter of like the police will show up. <laughs> the cheese police will show up. Look, we it's but it's Wisconsin's fault. I don't know if this is true everywhere. Um, there is no such thing as almond milk in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt it. They have to sell it as almond drink or almond beverage. They actually cannot sell it as almond milk or soy milk or oat milk or any of that. It cannot be called milk. Uh, <clears throat> well, that was fun. Should we move on to topics? I suppose. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know how the end. Of, somehow we ended up at cheese. I mean, we started. I live in Wisconsin. What? That's a normal what? place talking to take about, conversations. <laughs> we started talking about cans. You were talking about at, work. You saw the thing. The thing on the first. Oh yeah, board. yeah. The pizza. The pizza. Yeah. The, we got to pizza. We got to good pizza versus not good pizza. 
I told you to go to Silvio's. If you ever come to Ann Arbor, not to Ann Arbor, if you come to Madison, I'm taking you to Novanta. It's taken me nine years, Andy, to find good Chinese, good pizza. I've also found pretty decent Thai, which... I I had not really thought about. There's a good shawarma place here that I could take you to. I would like that. All right. Do they do they have um oh, that's that's what I'm tomb, gonna... the garlic sauce? I think so. Shawarma Mediterranean Grill. Let me see. Ooh. Wait, somehow I'm in Chicago. How how the heck am I in Centennial, Colorado? Google what? <laughs> why why do you think I'm in Colorado? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It, it it literally just defaulted to Colorado. That- oh my god, really? I'm so excited. The Democratic Party of Wisconsin is doing some pretty cool stuff. We can we can talk. I can put that as a topic. Um, it'll be too late for anyone to do anything about it because it is tomorrow. Tomorrow evening is, is the, uh, a the yeah, live the, the, yeah. the live reading. Yeah, uh, I was but the evidently- one who told you about it. <laughs> And and I'm glad you did because uh, I posted that and a bunch of people I know are, are now signed up for it and I've signed up for it and we're going to watch it tomorrow and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, but now they're doing a Parks and Rec town hall Ooh. with the cast of Parks and Rec. September 17th, 8 p.m. Donate any amount to the Wisconsin Democratic Party to get access. Hummus, hummus with almonds, hummus with meat, baby gabug and spicy garlic potato. Just looking for like a garlic sauce. Chicken kofta, ground chicken mixed with garlic. Mm. God, I haven't chicken some of coriander, this stuff in... chicken swarma, garlic sauce and pickles, shawarma mm-hmm. with feta, shish tawuk. Oh, really? All right, yeah. uh, that's where we're going next time I come out there. All right, like yeah, next yeah. time I'm out there, man. I I had never heard of it. I had literally passed by this place going to work more times than I can I... count. And then one of my uh, one of my coworkers, I helped him out with some stuff, so he wanted to uh, to take me out, and I'm like. You know, where would you go? And he's like, you know what? Have you had shawarma? And I'm like, no. The closest I've had shawarma is watching the, the you know, the post credit scene of the Avengers. That's the closest I've ever been. He's like, all right, we're going. That's not true. That's definitely, that is provably not true. You were at my bar mitzvah, were you not? Yes, yes, I was. The The party at the end of it was catered by a restaurant from Dearborn named Le Chiche. All I remember after that was I had I went to the party afterwards and then I literally had to leave your bar mitzvah and go straight to a hockey game and that did not okay. end well. Well, <laughs> so you might have tasted it twice. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the the food there was perhaps not shawarma, but it was it was shish uh, tawuk. It was Middle Eastern. It was the same type of chicken. Okay. But anyway, you you went and your your coworker took you there. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, really good, good. You know, I would love. There is no good Middle Eastern place in Madison that I have found. And like growing up a half an hour away from Dearborn, that just feels wrong. Yeah, there was always you know I I had gone to Dearborn like once a year for always the um the Martian race, but you know I never really wanted to experiment with you know different foods right before running a half marathon or a marathon. So I was like, you know what, let's just <laughs> let's not. I feel like that was, no. you know, that's normally a recipe for disaster. If you eat something new right before, you know, the night before you run a half marathon, it's not ended well with me. Okay, that sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. So, speaking right. of dinners. Topics. Yeah, dinners, sure. Um, what, what do you got for dinners? Well, we have our dinner bet. What yes. Was it? it was on the PlayStation 5, right? The PlayStation 5 price point. I believe yes. the cutoff was 550 I It's up. It's on my other computer upstairs. I can take a look okay. at it. Okay. It was, it was an over-under, and I, ooh, I don't remember. If I think we said 550 Assuming we did, if it is 549 I'll give it as 550 549 <laughs> If it's in a rounding error... Okay. I'll give you anything 549 and up. Okay. Or whatever. How I forgot exactly how we had it split. Somewhere. Yeah, whatever that yeah. was. Whatever it okay. was. Most likely we'll have an answer, hopefully, uh, on Wednesday. September 16th. Wednesday. Yes. So hopefully I'll get this episode out before the 16th. Otherwise. Well, aren't, they, aren't they planning on doing it for Christmas this year? Like holiday season this year? Um, I do believe so. Because if not, they got time. But like if they're doing this for holiday season this year, they've got to nail this shit down now. <laughs> like they are running out of time. Oh, shit. Oh, Andy, I'm going to lose. 
news. Uh, a new PS5 leak from Amazon Japan points to a November 20 release date for Sony's new console. Andy, I'm going to lose. Why? Because they're going to lower the price because of the, the, like, everyone has no money. Not because of the Series X and the Series S? No. They're going to lower the price point because they know they won't sell it because no one has money because the economy is shit. Son of a bitch. I'm going to lose. Damn it. Okay. If it's below $600, I maintain that is the reason why. Not because, well, the other thing is Xbox finally announced their price points. Did they price. actually announce announce? Yes. It's not like rumored, leaked, whatever. It's Well, actually what's like, really funny is... was the fact that um, the Series S look and price point was actually released um, early. <laughs> Oops. Yes, on uh, Paul Thorat's, uh website. Um, and then it was later confirmed by a couple other places. And... Um, Microsoft responded by posting the um uh, that that meme of that one monkey guy in a thing like with the eye. I, I just thought of it as as a like it looks almost like a spacesuit, but I think it's just a pair of overalls. I, what do we call that meme? Is there is there a way to like look shifty eyed monkey? Shifty eyed monkey meme. Let's see what that. See if that gets me something. Yeah, if you search shifty eyed monkey, that's the meme that comes yep, up. Yep, there we go. Okay. Also, monkey puppet. Monkey puppet. All right. It's called the monkey puppet meme. All right. Awkward look monkey. All right. We'll so, yeah, the awkward, they, they posted the awkward look monkey after the, the details came out. And then, you know, a couple of days later, officially announced the, um, the stats. So, yeah, Xbox Series X, 500, and the Xbox Series S, 300. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. The Xbox Series. So, What's the difference between the Series X and the Series S? Will they play the same games? Uh, shoot, did I post that one? Um, I don't think I posted that one. Um, okay, so the Series S will target around 4 teraflop, teraflops of GPU performance compared to the 12 in the Series X and the 6 in the 1X. So it's actually going to be technically three. a step down from the 1X. So, the, But there are three models coming out. No, there's there's two. The 1X but, is the one that's currently the... Oh, the, right, Xbox. One X, yeah, because Microsoft is terrible at naming things. Yes, can we get behind that? Yes, yes, we can. You say, yeah, Microsoft is officially awful at naming things. Like, you know, what happened to Windows 9? Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so Microsoft Series... No, My, Microsoft Xbox One X is currently out. Yeah, the they said they're going to stop. They're stopping the One X. Right, and the Series X and the Series S are coming out. Yes. But again, will the Series S play Series X games? Well, it doesn't have a disk drive, so it's okay. just like the digital-only Microsoft. So is the Series S like the Google Stadia of of Microsoft? It's not for streaming games, right? Like, it's its, its own hardware. Yeah, yeah. The, the rear ports on this Xbox Series X are two USB ports and an HDMI 2.1 out, an Ethernet port, and the same Xbox storage expansion slot found on the larger Series X. Okay. Again, I ask the question, do they play the same games? Well, yes, you can you if you get the game, but there's no disk drive, so you if you actually like buy a physical Right, you it's only the download ones. Yes. But uh, presumably I could download it and play it on the S or download it and play it on the X. I do believe so, yes. So, the S can only do 1080p, uh the X can do 4K, which I'm not sure about that one. Right now that makes sense. Right right now it makes sense. What but what in, about it makes sense now because the number of 4k televisions out there is still not not very high oh i was gonna say is very high uh most of the high-end tvs and even mid-level tvs of the last two years have been 4k let's see 4k household penetration 2014 to 2018 So even that's two years out of date. Shoot. Uh, 2018 4K HDTVs were at 31% in June of 2018. So more than a third? Yeah. I'd, I'd call that pretty high, Andy. Wouldn't you? Last update, March 2019. No, I, that one's June 29. I wanted some 2020 numbers. Andy, we're in the middle of 2020. They're not going to have numbers. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I have to sign in for that? Oh, boo. Why are you giving me numbers from, like, articles from 2015? are not helpful. In any case, 
The Series X will be 4K. Yes, and the Series S will only do... 1080. Yeah. Because, again, people screwed up because they let marketing decide something, Mm -hmm. and 4K should not be called 4K. Yeah, because they flipped it from one to the other. Makes me very angry. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they haven't revealed the Series X price. Yes, they have. 500. Oh, did they? Yes. Okay. So we know they're no... We know both of them... Series X is 500. Yes, Series X is 500. Series S is 300. Both of them are coming out on the 10th, (laughs) and both of them all also come with basically uh, a monthly subscription plan to access any game or just to use the system um, the Xbox all access is what they're okay. calling it so that already exists right like you can sign up for that now with uh, the Xbox you mean the um, the Xbox X. game pass yeah the Xbox game pass is, that not is the, the same one thing where- that's the where you get access to the games, which um, I have another topic on here that the um, Xbox Game Pass has now added EA Play to it at no additional cost. Ooh, so, I have that. Yeah, so you can now, uh, subscribers will now be able to download and play over 60 EA titles, including FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, Battlefield, Star Wars Battlefront, Mass Effect, Skate, and the Sim franchises. And NCAA if they ever decide to do that again? Yeah. Users will also be able to download trials of new titles, such as FIFA 21 and Madden 21, which can be played for up to 10 hours. But only 10 hours? Well, those are the brand new ones. What? Yeah, but I'm paying a monthly subscription. It's EA, so... Can I can I just leave it at it's EA? I, I suppose. Um, Ultimate subscribers subscribers will be able to play select titles on Android via Microsoft's Project X Cloud streaming service again at no additional cost. So yeah. so okay, but wait a minute, so, like so that's, the, so that's the Xbox Game Pass. So what's this Xbox All Access Pass? The Xbox All Access Pass, which this is. And just, when did this podcast become a sales thing? This thing is... Are we, we are not sponsored for this, Andy. Why are we doing their sales for them? I'm just talking about the news. This was announced. I'm giving people options. I don't, I don't want to say this is great. I, I don't have it. Do you have it? I, I told you I have the Game Pass. Okay, so the Game Pass is part of All Access. So if I sign up for All Access, I can stop paying for the Game Pass. Yes. With All Access, okay. you make a two-year commitment to pay $25 a month for the Xbox Series X or $35 Oof. a month for the Xbox Series X. Oof. So, that's but, a lot. But it includes a two-year subscription to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Okay, so that's a $15 a month value. Where's the other $20 a month going? To um, basically pay as you go for the actual hardware. It's like your cell phone. Wait, so the, the console would be free? Yeah. Uh, all right, 20 bucks a month. Two hundred forty no, no, a year. No, 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 no. twenty twenty five for the S. Right. No, I'm going with the the X. Okay, you're going with the X. All right. So yeah, so twenty bucks 35, a month. Yep. But fifteen of that pays for Xbox Ultimate. Yeah. So yeah, twenty bucks a month so is that twenty bucks a month is two hundred and forty a year. Yep. Is four hundred and eighty dollars is effectively the same price as just buying the damn thing. Uh, technically, it will save you nineteen dollars over the two years. I hate you. Somebody's already done the math. Um, actually, yes, Andy. It's why I said effectively the same price. Hey, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. If you go with the Xbox Series S, it's uh, $60 savings over the two years. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, but, you know, you also are going to buy extra controller. You're going to buy, like, other things. Um, man, that is, that's pricey. Mm-hmm. Like, that's real pricey. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, if the Xbox One X, or Series X, god damn it, I Microsoft, know, this... why? <laughs> damn it, Microsoft. Why? Dear Microsoft, <laughs> screw you, <laughs> name things better. Stop it. Just stop. Stop. Just stop. Who do I know? I have to know someone in Redmond. Like, I have to I have to have that, that connection somewhere. I Between to, the people that I know. Yeah, I used to know four people who worked at Microsoft, two of which were sure part of the Xbox departments. Now I don't know. I'll, I, I, would have yeah. to, I would have to start throwing random stuff up on Facebook. Hey, guys. Uh, any of you guys still work for Microsoft? Does anyone have connection to Microsoft's naming process and can I please have a word with them <laughs> as a consumer in the industry and a a like semi games journalist and a human being <laughs> just a can human I please being. have just 10 minutes of their time to make my case 
talk about the missed opportunity of the Xbox 360 and the terrible ideas they've had going since then. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, change it. Like, just stop trying to continue. Name it the Y-Box or something. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Just just stop with these all these X's. X's were cool in the 90s. Yeah. Okay, so Xbox Series X 250. Sorry, Series S. Series S is, is 300. 300. Series X is 500. Yes. PS5, unknown. I'm going with 600. <laughs> you... Keep hanging your hat on that one. Yeah. Where would you like your dinner from, Andy? <laughs> I, d- I don't know at the moment. Well, I'm not going to count my chickens in before they hatch. <clears throat> so one other little funny um, topic about the Xbox Series X and S and everything. <clears throat> um, Phil Spencer appeared in multiple interviews in July ahead of Microsoft's Xbox Game Showcase. And through all those interv- interviews, he had an Xbox Series X on the bookshelf behind him. Series S. Series S, yes. He had a Series S sitting on... See? I I know. I'm not arguing against you on this. So they they just put the form factor of a Series S somewhere on his shelves? Yeah, on his bookshelf. Through all the interviews, he had a Series S on his bookshelf since July 1st. And no one noticed. I mean, how do you notice a nondescript white box? Yeah. Like, I am not surprised that no one noticed. It looks like it could be a speaker. Yeah, you know, mixed in with a couple of three-ring binders and a laptop bag? Yeah, not surprised (laughs) no one noticed it. Yeah, but still, I have to kind of give him props for that one, where they literally just, you know, it's kind of like Pixar level stuff yeah i mean it's it's cute it's clever yeah you don't notice something until like you know you watch it after the next movie came out and you're like wait a second what's jesse doing in this movie that movie hasn't come out yet So yeah, so yeah, I'm going to say Xbox pulled the pulled a Pixar and just kind of left it in there. Nobody noticed. Yeah. Oh, what else? Okay, so yeah, so EA plays part of the Xbox Game Pass, which is all part of the Xbox All Access, which gives you <laughs> the ability to get the Xbox Series X or S at a subscription price. Over two years. Apple is countersuing Epic. Of course they are. Epic Games. Again, yes. be yes. very clear. Epic. Yeah, yeah. Epic Games. Apple is countersuing Epic Games for breach of contract. Well, yeah. I mean, they did go against their terms of service <laughs> with Apple. So, yeah. I'm still surprised, though, that Apple is actually letting people still sign in to the Epic Games for the time being. Uh, I didn't realize they were. I thought they had canned that. They they were going to can it, and then they they reversed course on it literally like the next day. Okay. But the the next update, because Epic Games is still revoked from the, the developer side. Yeah. So they, they, like, can't update their stuff. Nope. And supposedly there's, like, superhero stuff coming in now. So that's oh, there's gonna tons be... of Marvel stuff coming to Fortnite. Yeah. Tons of Marvel stuff. I'd say more, but we're not sponsored by Epic Games either. Nope. Um, let's see. GameStop says that uh, they had closed 388 stores so far this year. GameStop is in deep shit again. Uh, yeah, last year, the game retailer closed 321 stores classified as underperforming. Then in March, 300 more store closers were announced. And um, during their last call, it says they said that 300 wasn't enough anymore. So the store closers, instead of 300 this year, is going to be in the 400 to 450 range now. I feel like... Like if I'm a GameStop, you know, franchisee owner right now, I'm just like holding on for dear life until those consoles come out. (laughs) Andy, we talked about this, right? Like how many GameStops Ann Arbor had? Yeah. There were too many. I passed. I I, I went to uh, I went to actually Walmart this week to buy a tablet because they have a they have an Android Android ten tablet for uh, ten inch tablet for like a hundred and hundred and twenty bucks. I think I picked it up because um, I'm having issues with my um, that LG G Pad X or X Pad G. <laughs> I guess Microsoft's not the only one who sucks at naming things. Yeah, no LG also LG you you suck. <laughs> Dear LG, stop it. Um, and I, I went to go pick one up there, and there was a GameStop next door to it, and it was just, it, it looked sad. Yeah, well, especially now. Yeah. This is this is not a good environment for GameStops. No. Well, now think, you know, how many people are going to see this Xbox Series S at a $300 price point, and what's GameStop going to do about it? Sell you, sell you the little plastic card with a code on it? Yeah. My guess is you're going to go with whatever storefront Microsoft has built into the Xbox Series S, and that's where you're going to buy your games. Yep. Or Amazon. Or Amazon. Or, I mean, if you're, if you're the One S, then it doesn't matter. 
Also, they're not going to buy the console from GameStop because why? When buying it from Microsoft means I can pay out for it on an installment plan. GameStop's actually, I didn't put this as a topic, but GameStop's actually working on their own installment plans for the uh, consoles as well. I don't remember exactly what they were. Yeah, but will their installment plan include? Include uh, the all access? Yeah, like uh, Xbox Ultimate. Uh, GameStop to introduce installment plan for PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. What are they saying? Uh, revealed in a series of documents, installment plans will be offered through third-party companies like QuadPay and Kalarna, requiring customers to split their purchases into four payments over six weeks with no interest. Oh, it's a rent-to-own plan. Love those. Yep. Yeah, so that's... I mean, that's, that's basically what an installment plan is. I know. Oh, uh, when we calculated the value, the return on value for Xbox All Access, with the Xbox Series X, we missed yeah. something. What? Ultimate, which is $15 a month, includes Xbox Gold, which is $10 a month. Oh. That's, in fact, where the, like, extra money goes. Okay. So lower that price by, I guess, $240. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty significant change. Okay. So by getting the Xbox Series X on the All Access, you get Xbox Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, because that includes gold. Okay, probably still not going to do it. Do you know if the Series X will play Blu-ray discs? Uh, I don't know, but you can probably... Have they said that? Let's see, series... Can Xbox Series X play 4K Blu-ray? Windows Central says... <clears throat> Best answer, yes. Can they play 4K Blu-ray? Um, well, Microsoft already has consoles on the market that can play 4K Blu-ray discs. The Xbox One so, X. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Their reports were proven true with the announcement of the Xbox Series S. The Xbox Series S does not have a disc drive and therefore cannot play 4K Blu-ray discs. Well, no, duh. <laughs> Where do I put this disc in? You don't. You don't. You, you don't and you like it. Oh, you can't. Don't even try. So, um, oh yeah. Also speaking of Walmart, Walmart is going to test drone delivery. Never a phrase I enjoy uttering. Speaking of Walmart. Down in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Hey, I know somebody who lives in Fayetteville. Do you? Yeah, you do, do I? too. I do. <laughs> Hello, Dave. I had to, think, I had to Hello. think for a second. Hey, 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 I've been working really hard this week, and then I got sick, and I was working really hard while I was sick. And then I slept for 13 hours today because I was so exhausted physically and emotionally. I was going to say, you work hard, I work... <laughs> I, I technically work the job of... What did I figure that out to be? Three and a half or four and a half people? That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's how many people were working my position when I was originally hired in part-time. Yep. Now it's just me. Yeah. So I know that feeling. Oh, my God. Oh, I had to put a phone line in, an, uh, an actual phone line in yes. um, at one of our transmitter sites because like, they were sending the uh, the telemetry data back on a subcarrier of the transmission signal. That sounded like sci-fi garble. They took some lower frequency stuff of the FM signal, the uh, audio signal. I wasn't asking you to explain it. Oh, I was okay. just commenting that sounded like sci-fi garble. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the dumbest thing ever, because if the transmitter goes down, then we have no no data coming back <laughs> about, hey, why is the transmitter not working? Ah. Um, so I found out that the phone company used to actually run a paging surface off the tower and still had phone lines going out to the transmitter building. So I called them up to get the phone lines turned back on. They're like, oh, this is it's not working. We're going to have to send a tech out. I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm going to have to go out with this tech. He gets out there and he's like, there's supposed to be a phone box out here. Like, you know, one of those like green, like tubular <laughs> yep. like phone boxes that you see like in neighborhoods and stuff. He's like, there's supposed yep. to be one here. And there's and there not. Wasn't. And he looks, he looks down and he starts like wiggling a piece of metal out of the ground. And it's one of those metal things that says, warning, buried cable. And he's like, huh, that's supposed to be right next to the phone box. It's like, I'm going to have to go get my shovel. Oops. Yeah, there was a construction crew out there who, I guess, wasn't looking and buried. They just, bo like, bulldozed the box? Yes. Yes, they literally bulldozed over the box. And no one, like, thought that they should report that or call that in or... My guess is they probably didn't even know because the box, the, the, the previous homeowner had passed away. And so the landscaping around the property, my guess, had gone and just basically, you know, gone wild until the new people had bought the house and came in and was just basically bulldozing the landscape to get rid of all the brush and everything and bulldozed over our phone box. <laughs> And then they were cutting they were cutting a trench 
to yeah. install a new septic field. Yeah. And they cut right through the driveway, which is where the 25-pair cable was that was buried that went to the road. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting there going like this. The, he gets to the box and he's like, the box is not working. Why is the box not working? And he goes to the road and he finds the box down there. It's like, all right, it's working down here. And it's like, okay, so somewhere between these two boxes, it's not working. He just starts, he's, he's walking it back and he's like, oh, there's a six-inch trench here. I can see the end of the cable. <laughs> Oh, that construction company is in deep shit. Oh, so annoyed at that construction company. No, oh. Yeah, but like the cable company could can go after them, can't they? I, I do believe so. I, I'm like... For like negligence. I, that it's technically not our property. It's somebody else's property, but we just want the phone line up and running, so... But like the, the, the cable company can probably get their cost yes, pushed probably. onto the construction company. Probably, yeah. And say like, look, you did not do your due diligence yeah, you and did, looked at you where didn't, the You didn't were. call Mystig, did you? No. Although, can, can Mystig find cables under a driveway? Would they have known? It's a dirt driveway, so it's basically... Oh, then yes. Yeah. Then absolutely they would have. Yeah. And the construction company clearly did not call. Nope. So yeah, that was that was a fun <laughs> bit of this week. Then I have to go through and figure out basically how to smash two pieces of equipment together to get one working box. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway, so yeah, Walmart is testing grocery Drones. delivery via drone. Each drone can fly up to speeds of 32 miles per hour, travel distances of 6.2 miles in a round trip, and carry up to 6.6 pounds. According to the Flytrex website, which is the company that is operating the drones that's roughly six to eight hamburgers yeah I'm, I'm thinking like six pounds is not a lot of grocery no my my trips to the the grocery store i usually come back with significantly more than that i mean heck how much does a gallon of milk weigh hey google how much does a gallon of milk weigh here's what i understood from the website progressivedairy.com a gallon of milk weighs 8.6 pounds and a quart of milk weighs 2.15 lb you want a little more context no okay <laughs> Also technically not sponsored by Google. <laughs> so yeah, it can't even carry a gallon of milk. I can't even carry carry a gallon of milk. Eight pounds, that's a lot. Well a pint's a pound the world around, so of water, yes. Yeah, I know, yes, and milk's got more in water, so yeah, that's Okay. Well, uh I mean I, I wish them luck, I guess. The the fun bit is though, so you know how Amazon had their, you know, testing out drone delivery and you yeah. put like a little landing pad out on your yard. The tarp. Yeah. yeah. This one, it will lower your packages to the ground from eighty feet in the air via tether. <laughs> I was just imagining, like, placing a big order and having a fleet of them show up at your place uh, and, and just, like, one after the other just para-dropping groceries. I feel like... Lowering it via tether. I feel like if that's all happening at once, I, I, I feel like I have to be playing Ride of the Valkyries as this is going right. on. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. As, as just, like, Wow. <laughs> so um this is this is not one of the topics but one of the things where there was a, a recent law passed that said like electric vehicles traveling less than a certain speed have to create noise to yeah. warn pedestrians and elon musk said that he was going to use like snake jazz or something like that yeah I, I heard something about that i feel like i feel like now if i get an electric car that has to play a noise i will i will make it be right of the valkyries as i'm driving around you, you want to like be able to change the noise that it makes yeah because I feel like that would just be, it'd be kind of funny if the silent cars coming around or make it the Jaws theme. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, but it, it would need to be a continuous noise, wouldn't it? Yes, it would be a need to be a continuous noise, yeah. So yeah, so Walmart in Fayetteville is uh, releasing the drones, which will pair Release a tra- the drones. <laughs> Release the drones. Paradrop your six to eight hamburgers in your yard. Like, I, I guess if I needed... Yeah, I mean, ah. All right, so this is if, like, I'm making dinner, and I'm like, shit, I need an onion. My onion went bad. I can buy an onion from Walmart and have it droned in. Yeah. Like, that That would be an option, right? I do believe so. I would love for the interface to be uh, the drone above you, and, like, it would ping your phone, and you would, you would have a little map of where you're at, and you could tell it to, like, drop here. It would be almost like a claw game. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, right, 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 right. Nope, just a little more. Nope, too much. I can't go back. Okay, so down. 
my thing though I'm looking at here though is it can only travel distances of 6.2 miles in a round trip. In a round so, trip. So unless there are multiple WalMarts within six miles, even you know six miles, you know, so round trip six point two miles. So that means three point one miles. So five kilometers away mm-hmm. from a Walmart. If I'm five kilometers away from a Walmart and I need an onion, I'm going to go in my car, go to the store, and buy an onion because it will be way faster than waiting for somebody in Walmart to go pick the onion, put it in the drone, have the drone fly out, and then drop it off. See, the more I'm, the more I'm looking at this, the more this ridiculous this whole thing seems. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to go very well. No, I, I don't think this is the way to continue it on. That may change in the future, but this is, this is not the right way. Right. What else we got uh, going on here? Are, how well? How are we doing? Are we? Should we hit the randoms? It, um, well, I was going to talk about Nicola and their um, two point something billion dollar contract with GM. That's a pretty big deal. Yep. Where is the? Where's the the money value on here? Yeah. General Motors um, to receive a two billion equity stake in Nicola in exchange for certain in kind contributions. General Motors to engineer, validate, high modulate, and build the Nicola Badger for both the battery electric vehicle and fuel cell electric vehicle variants as part of the in-kind service. General Motors expects to receive an excess of $4 billion of benefits between the equity value of the shares, contract manufacturing of the Badger, and supply contracts for batteries and fuel cells. Badger is anticipated to enter production by year-end 2022. So this came out... On what day? On September 8th. And then literally um, Hindenburg Research came out with um, a report on the 10th, two days after it was announced that they were teaming up with General Motors to create their electric pickup. Basically that said, Nikola is full of shit. Yeah, it's it's like a giant scam. Yeah. And it has been. Yeah. So is this thing with General Motors real? Yeah, no, this is this is a legitimate thing. But it was really funny if you actually like look at the the, the contract. It's like you know, Nicola said, "Oh, we've got this plan. You know, we've got this stuff coming. We got these battery packs and this, that, and the other thing." And you look at the <clears throat> you know, you look at the the actual contract, and it's like, wait a second, GM's basically building everything. Engineer, validate, homologate. Uh, what the hell does that even mean? Approve I... for sale in a particular market or use in a particular class of rating. Racing. Okay. Homologate? Homologate. Engineer, validate, homologate, and build the Badger for both the battery electric vehicle and the fuel cell electric vehicle. So what is what is Nicola doing in this partnership? <laughs> uh, that is an excellent question. Is even using GM's battery and hydrogen technology, both things that Nicola said had been claiming that they've had been working on for years to perfect. But they're yeah. not. Yeah, so... <clears throat> So, um, yeah, so GM says they're going to spend $2 billion on this and get roughly 11% of, you know, the company in return. Granted... But the company is garbage. Yeah, and, you know, this thing came out and, um, you know, rather than... The thing was that if the report wasn't accurate, the claims would be pretty easy to debunk. The biggest one, of course, is faking the drive video because they came out with their their electric semi that they said, you know, Tesla stole from. (laughs) Um, And, you know, Anheuser-Busch was supposed to get, what, like 800 trucks by the... The end of this year or something like that and they had posted a video of the truck driving which people um in this report uh basically found where that was and if you looked on a google maps it's quite a steep hill that the uh truck would just roll down on its own um oh my god really yeah, no. The video that shows the truck driving basically is just a camera turned on its angle as the as it rolls down a hill. So they're That's like, hilarious. okay, you know, if if this is true, can you uh, can you show us a video of this semi truck driving? And rather than you know basically trying to debunk it, he said, oh, I'm getting a lawyer and I'm contacting the the SEC. <laughs> it's like, mm, I uh... okay. So then. <laughs> When if you're innocent and your first response is I'm getting a lawyer, I'm not sure how innocent you are. Yeah. So I'm yeah, so you know, somehow GM got roped into this. My guess is because they really want to, you know, keep on the they know the electric vehicles are the future. And what have they done since the Bolt? Have they done anything since the Bolt? Electric? Yeah. Um not big. That was supposed to be their big thing. Like the Volt and the Bolt were supposed to be their their big things and then those kind of flopped as anyone could have predicted yeah you know 
Um, yeah, the disc, the, the, the Volt is discontinued. Sense. The Bolt, the Bolt is still purchasable. There's a 2020 model out there, oh, but man. the that, um, tax incentives are going to be super sad. Yeah, the tax incentives are going to be gone now this year. Yeah, but like super sad that they they put so much time and research into the Volt, and then just like it didn't sell, and they nope. they all of that money, all of that time is effectively lost. So, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be uh, interesting to see what falls out with this. Uh, do I have any GM stock? Hang on. I don't think I do. I have Ford and Tesla. I have, yeah, I got Tesla stock. I've got Ford stock, and I think that's it as far as automotive. Way to buy into the market just before the bubble burst. Woo! That was a bad thing. It'll recover. Stocks go up. Maybe not Tesla, though, or Nikola. Yeah. Nikola might might not recover and go up. This is a bad... <laughs> Bad thing to happen. Okay. Right. So, should we... Randoms? Randoms. It is Random your... review. Your review. I would like to review Marco Polo, the app. Marco Polo, the app. All right. In, I search Marco Polo in the app store, and I've got two Marco Polos here. Which one are we... The beach ball. The beach ball. Okay. Marco Polo, stay in touch. All right. What am I looking at here? You are looking at an asynchronous, semi-asynchronous video chat. So think about normal text messages. Yeah. You send a message. Mm -hmm. If I'm there, I see your message immediately and I reply. Yeah. Or I see your message immediately and I don't reply. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Or uh, if you're not there, if, if you send a message, I'm not there. Whatever. The message shows up later, right? Yeah. You you look okay. at it later. Yeah. Okay. Same, same idea. I mean, that's the same idea as texting, but same idea. But instead of a written message. It is a recorded audio video message. The key difference is that you can start watching the message before I finish sending the message. What type of Betty Crocker <laughs> time travel is that? It's not time travel at all. It streams from one to the other. Oh, so if I'm not there, you send it once it's done. If, to... if you're not there, no matter what, as soon as I start sending a message, it starts coming to your phone. If you are there, you can watch it as it comes in, as if you were watching a YouTube video. Okay. If you're not there, it just sits there and waits. Hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't technically sit on your phone because it's never on your phone. You're streaming it from their servers, but their server is capable of streaming it to you as I am streaming it to their server with like a couple second delay. And since we are both operating in the same speed of time, approximately, uh, you can watch it as I stream it, as I upload it. And then you're like two seconds behind me. You're going to just be two seconds behind me. Does that make more sense? Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it right there. Like that's the, the key of the app. That is the majority of the functionality of the app. It is for doing short form video communication semi-asynchronously. Okay. I use it with two people so far. Three, actually now three, because uh, Laura signed up for it and she sends me videos of Laz all the time. Understandable. Which which is fantastic because like we can, and you know, it's, it's better than like, it's better than shouting across the house, especially when we're both sick. Uh, it's it's a little better than text, I think, than like a text message back and forth. Um, so if, if she's like up in the office and I need her attention for something, I'll like send her one of these or I'll go up there, one or the other. Mm -hmm. uh, I used it yesterday. Was it yesterday or two days ago when I had like no voice because again, had a cold. And so I had no voice. And so I like, Laura, can you please get me? And like that was, you know, that was it. So I'm enjoying it. I like it. It has some cool effects. It has filters, because of course it does. Of course it does. Now, how are they making money? Uh, there is a premium. Okay. Like a premium version. Not a premium to use, but a premium version, uh, which has more effects, and you can do text messaging. Because you can't currently do text messaging in this. <laughs> it's only video. No text. Uh, I'm, I have not signed up for the premium. I, I don't think there's enough draw to it. Marco Polo Plus. There it is. Okay. It does not appear to be owned by Tencent <laughs> or... Or Facebook. Yay! I do not know about their encryption. I have not looked into that. Uh, unlike many apps, Marco Polo does not sell user data. The data is only encrypted in transit, meaning it is not encrypted on their servers. They also keep your photos and videos on their servers indefinitely. 
<clears throat> Membership plan is $10 a month for the monthly plan or $5 a month for the annual build plan. Will my polos disappear if I don't upgrade it? No. Their, uh, their excuse is we're not end-to-end encrypted because we are storing your memories. If you lost your phone, we want you to still have access to it. There's ways of still having it end-to-end encrypted and getting to save an encryption key. I love when it says, see all the features of Plus here, and there's nothing to click. Love it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Yep. All right. So it's basically, yeah, if somebody took texting and FaceTime and smashed them together. Yeah. Except there's no actual texting unless you pay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I, I would encourage you to give it a shot. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it is like, try it. It's kind of neat. My one of the friends that I'm, I'm doing it with um, has uh, just had her second child. Mm-hmm. And so she's on ter- maternity leave and like is sending me awesome baby pictures and baby videos and has a three year old. So I'm, I'm seeing pictures of those. I see. Yeah. Sound vaguely familiar? Yeah, yeah, that's that that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Wife on maternity leave with a three year old. Hmm. Yeah, and a newborn. And a newborn, yeah. How long are they considered newborn for? We went over this. Did oh I forgot exactly what it was, but we actually looked it up and there was an actual definition of when newborn versus uh toddler was. I do not remember talking about this. Are you sure it was with me? Newborns are from birth to two months. Infants are two months to a year. Toddlers are a year to four. Okay. One to four is a toddler. That's impressive. I suppose it makes sense, though. Yeah, four is considered preschoolers. Um, and then basically at that point, you know, five plus, then they're actual like, you know, kindergartners and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're kids at that point. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Preschooler and then grade schooler. Random topic. Random topic. I did not roll ahead of time because I called the audible tonight. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was cooking hot dogs and I thought, Hey, hot dogs. I'm curious. I, forget, what, I'm, I'm curious I, I forgot what, that we can do that. Like that we can, I think we each reserved one a year of like, nope, we're not doing a random topic. No, that's, sorry. That was, we, we reserved one skip a year. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Hot dogs. What about hot dogs, Andy? What would you like to know about hot dogs? I'm curious what your, you know, like what, what brand of hot dogs do you like? Or, you know, what, I do mean, you, are I you, usually, are you strictly grilling the hot dogs? Do you boil them? Do you microwave oh God, them? Never, never boil them. Ugh, why? Why would you do that? I, I say that, of course, keeping in mind that the best bratwurst are grilled in beer, <laughs> which would be boiling them. Yeah. No, the bratwurst, you, you always boil well, it's, the bratwurst. Well, it's really steaming them in beer. Okay, so first off, when you say hot dog, I, I need you to clarify. Okay. What are you defining as a hot dog? Well, a frankfurter that's not a bratwurst, basically, or a sausage, you know. So what what we have been doing for hot dogs for the last probably 10 years has been ballpark all beef fun length franks. Yeah, that that has been our hot dog. Those those are pretty good. Ballpark yeah. makes a good hot dog. Yes. Hebrew National makes a good hot dog. Yes, we we are currently trying out Hebrew National because um, the ballpark <laughs> bun length beef franks were out at Myers and Kate was at uh, I think she was at Costco at the time getting her tires changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, "Hey, we're out of hot dogs. You know, do you want me to get some of these Hebrew National ones?" She's like, "Hold on." She goes down to the freezer section. She's like, "Okay, I can get the Hebrew Nationals for this amount here." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, but like I, again, you need to more clearly define define a hot dog. Saying a hot dog is not a bratwurst does not define a hot dog. Okay, so for us, yes, hot dogs are are ballpark. There are kibasa, there are Italian sausages. (laughs) I forgot you were were in Wisconsin. What are you defining as a goddamn hot dog, Andy? If you're just talking about some form of finely ground beef in a casing with spices, that does not limit enough to a hot dog. I know. I mean, for goodness sakes, I could get andouille sausage out of that. Yeah. Man, oh, I could go for some, we got some andouille sausage in there. Mm. Make myself some red beans and rice with that. Now, if you're talking about, like, classic American style, America, like, the meat has been turned into a paste, is that, I mean, you're saying the all beef franks count, but those aren't hot dogs. No, those aren't. Right? A hot dog is not beef. No, yeah, a hot dog's a mix of beef Beef and pork and... Is it beef and pork? Usually. Yeah. And, you know, rat and no horse. rat and horse. And whatever fell into the grinder. This is not Taco Bell, Dave. 
Dude, have you been to these factories? Did I tell you I had a slaughterhouse on my mail route? Nope. Yes, in my mail route up in Plainwell, JBS. That had to smell every time. Yes, especially when the offloading was backed up. All the semi-trucks, there was a there was a, uh, a road, uh, 12th Street, that uh, had been bisected by 131 when the highway went in. So it became a dead-end road right next to JBS. Gross. So all the trucks would basically just line up along that dead-end road and, you know, sit there waiting for their turn to unload. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> so most most hot dogs, if I'm recalling correctly, um, I, I've I've talked to people who have made hot dog. Right, they make their own sausage, uh, and usually they're they are boiled first and then grilled. So I I won't say you can't or shouldn't boil hot dogs. It is in you can cook them that way, um, but you are denying yourself some of the flavor of of caramelizing the skin and the meat on the grill. Oh yeah, uh, no, that's yeah. For, but for me, Isaac, usually, if, if Isaac wants a hot dog, I'm I'm not I'm not firing up it? the grill for one hot dog. I'm throwing that in the microwave for thirty seconds and then oh, going. Here's God. your hot dog. I'm sorry, Isaac. I'm sorry. He in, in he years. devours them. So yeah. So it's not too early to start refining a palate. Oh no, um, I grill the hot dogs now, and he, you know, okay, he, and you can't at least like get the cast iron out on my glass cooktop. I use my cast iron skillet on the glass cooktop all the time. I have. I'm, I'm so worried. I'm going to do something with that cast iron skillet on the glass cooktop. What? Slam it down? I don't know, Andy. It's a. It's what an eight pound skillet. The, You're the, not going to drop it on the glass. My, the 10 inch that I've got? Yeah. That's more than eight pounds. Is it more than a gallon of milk? <laughs> I, do, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Lodge, 10 inch, cast, cast iron, iron skillet. skillet. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Five pounds. Oh damn! I, it feels like it feels like it's heavier than that. It's not. It's just awkward because you have to hold it by the handle, and all the weight is not there. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't be scared of using your cast iron on the cooktop. What do you use your cast iron skillet? What do you use it with? We have not actually used my cast iron skillet since we moved. So it okay. has been it has been in the camping gear for the last it five years. Works. Hang on. Hang on. Cast iron skillet. Glass top stove. Cooking tips. Don't slide cast iron on an electric. Wash it before heating on an electric. Uh, This is all electric stove. I want glass top stove. Uh, Yes, electric stove tops, even with glass tops, can handle the trendy, trusty, and heavy cookware, both regular and enameled. We understand your fear. You've spent money on a shiny new glass top stove, and you're hesitant to use cast iron for fear of scratching, cracking, or staining. Do not slide it or drop it across the surface. Do not slide it across the surface. That's what they say. Mm. I do. I do. I have not had a problem with it. (sighs) Cast iron heats more slowly on an electric stove because the stove needs time to warm up. Yeah. But I mean, all all I do is I start preheating the pan. Yeah. No, you have to do that with cast iron. Yeah. Well, with an electric stovetop, you do. Well, even just on a gas stovetop, you still got to let it, you know, heat up a little bit. Not very long. No. That that heat is pretty quick. You heat it up and then you turn it down a bit and you just keep a small heat on there just to actually let the heat permeate through yeah. the entire skillet so you don't get a hot spot in the center. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I use my cast iron skillet on my glass top stove all the time. It is the primary pan I use for cooking, except eggs. I don't cook eggs on the cast iron. My seasoning is not good enough for eggs. <sighs> I probably will try it out. I will be freaking out the whole time, though. Because you think you're going to crack the stove? Yeah. Just remember, they made the stove with the intent of using pots and pans on it. I know. It's tempered glass, isn't it? Like, it has to be. Yeah. So, like, it can take a pretty big shock. Yeah. Um, I I usually grill hot dogs. I'm usually good with either ballpark or Hebrew National all beef. Um, both of them being all beef. Yeah. I usually grill them. Laura likes hers dark. Oh yeah. No, not I remember that. Charred. Yeah. No, that that I went too far charred. one time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so hard to to get them where she wants them. Uh, I have found that the thin Hebrew Nationals do not like. They don't get to that point. They either burn or they are not done enough. Um, so I, I might need to start experimenting. Ideally, I go with like an Italian sausage instead of a, a regular hot dog. Um, the chicken-based Italian sausages are really nice. Like you need some 
pretty good flavor out of that. Um, especially the ones that like it's got like, cheese mixed into it, so the cheese gets all melty and molten on the inside. That's really good. Uh, for like a regular hot dog, ketchup, brown mustard. I haven't tried it with relish in a long time. I didn't used to like relish. So I'm not I, sure how I feel about that. I, uh, what I actually did with the hot dogs tonight, I did a, uh, a spicy brown mustard and mm-hmm. I picked up this honey sriracha, the, the Heinz honey sriracha mix. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. It was a little sweet, a little heat. The mustard cool. gave it more heat. I had, I had some of my banana peppers I put on top. Ooh. Yeah. I... I haven't. So I, I used to do the uh, the relish on the. Um, no, I yeah. If I get a hot dog at Costco, I put relish on that one. Yeah, and some sauerkraut on that one too. Or like at a baseball game. Yeah, baseball game. Yes, I'll put mustard and relish on it. Ketchup, ketchup, not so much. Like this, like this, this honey sriracha thyme sauce is the closest that I've gotten to putting ketchup on a hot dog. I, I put ketchup on, and it's pretty delicious. Yeah, I just I can't ketchup on a hot dog. I'm like this one is just. And then Isaac looks at the bottle because it looks. Exactly like our ketchup bottle and wants some of it and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> that would be a bad idea. That would be a bad idea. I don't want you to just suddenly th- you know think that all all ketchup tastes like sriracha. That would that would not end well. Have you done the uh, the sport peppers on your hot dog ever at all or no? The what? The uh, the sport peppers. They're like the, the tiny chili peppers. Nope. Yeah, um who does that? Uh Sonic, I think, has one of their hot dogs has. Can be? Yeah. Do you know the last hot dog I've eaten that I have? haven't made i i don't even know it was at least 12 years ago last hot dog that i ate that i didn't make was probably at the well, i was gonna say the costco then probably yeah costco hot dogs yep costco hot dogs thing is as long as your arm and comes with a drink and is only a buck 50 yep oh all right now i'm hungry again <laughs> thanks andy no problem. I'm going to drink my two beverages here. Yep. I'm almost that you done mixed with together. I yeah, because they're the same thing. So it does. <laughs> oh, all right. Have a wonderful night. Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast. Or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.